Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. You know what? What? I'm going to say, how's it going? How's it going? It's going well. How's it going with you? It's going good with me. How about you? Doing well. Are we just going back and forth now? I think we are. Yeah. That's kind of how they did it. What's the matter with you? What, 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 what's, what's the matter with you? What is that? I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't know what was the matter with you? No. What's oh, that? Oh, man. I think it was Friends that did like a little uh, I didn't watch banter Friends. with that. Oh. Yeah, I didn't watch Friends. Okay. Friends well. was not, not in my lane. Well... I'll confess that it's not my thing either. Okay. <laughs> I just happen to see that. What's the matter with you? They're like, what's the matter with you? What's the matter with you? What's the matter with me? What's the matter with you? It just always happens like when you say, hey, how's it going? Someone says, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? And you're like, oh, man, I just said it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just asked him twice how this person is doing. Exactly. Oh. And sometimes they answer. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people answer twice because I've asked twice. <laughs> I feel like uh, not too intelligent. So anyways, no, not that. This part now of the that game. you've answered, you're doing well, and I'm doing well. Yes. Now we introduce ourselves. Hi. That's correct. I'm PJ. And I'm PK. And you are listening to the Diversity on the Hill podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Diversity we're, with the C. We're happy you're here. How are yes, you doing? Are. are you doing well? Are you sure? I'm going to ask again just to make sure. How are you doing? <laughs> we really <laughs> want to know. Like, yeah, I guess if do. somebody asks twice, then th- does that mean that they will really want to know? Because, see, we, we do have that uh, thoughtless nah, means action. Not, it's me not listening. <laughs> it's me just kind of on cruise control. No, so when no. someone says, how are you doing? I do, well, how are you doing? Even if I asked it first, it's like it's almost like reflexes. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. How about you? Yeah, yeah. I, this is what I'm saying. Wait, no, no. You asked first. So how are you doing? And yeah, I could just go on forever. It's like a thoughtless thing. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Like if somebody asks twice. Are you saying I'm thoughtless? No, what I'm saying is that the the, <laughs> the way that this functions of hello, how you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, is just an automatic thing. Kind of like our prayers before we eat, right? Okay. That are kind of thoughtless. Yeah, they so, can be thoughtless. So the thought, so the idea is, you if somebody asks twice how you're doing, then maybe they actually want to know how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. There you go. I mean, yeah, makes total sense. <laughs> I mean, okay, there has been times if you ask me how am I doing and I just say I'm fine and you, you know, but I don't really care. Just like I told them I'm fine, even though I'm not fine, why but I just you, don't want to tell them. Why would you lie to them like that? Oh, because the, the answer, the automatic answer, I bet when you asked our audience, mm-hmm. how are they doing? They said fine yeah. or they thought fine. I've changed it. So when you ask me, you've, what have I been saying lately to you? Maybe kind of lately, maybe not every time, but as, as you, you ask me, how am I, how am I doing? Yeah. And I say, you know, can I you don't remember. I'm living, I'm living the dream. Oh, man. you're always living the dream. I'm living the dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always living yeah. the dream. Yeah, but here's the thing. You don't know what kind of dream it is. It could be a nightmare. <laughs> that's it true. It could be a weird fever dream. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's so that's point. what I tell people. I'm living the dream. I'm not saying it's a good dream, but I'm living a dream. So either way, I'm living the dream. So I ask people sometimes, how you feeling? Mm-hmm. How you feeling? Yeah, but that's another one. I, I, if you ask me, I'd be like, I'm feeling all right, even though I'm not feeling all right. Yeah, that's a good one. But I don't know why I'm lying. I'm lying to people. Hey, we've had some feedback. Oh, from, yes, from we have. I yeah. know. I'm so excited. Um, we got one from one of our great friends, Amy. Yes. Shout so out she to Amy. was, uh, 
I think we asked something about cookies and raisins and stuff like that. Yes, we had the poll. She said an excellent cookie. By the way, I think cookies won by of course, a fair, fair margin. Of course they did. Yeah, yeah. And no raisins probably. Won. No raisins. Yeah, I mean, most. People, I think you were the maybe one person voted no, raisins. I was not the one person. Yeah, because there were some other people. Because you didn't some, vote. I did vote. So the, yeah, so you were the <laughs> one person that voted. I don't think anyone voted raisins, dude. Yeah, I, other one than person, you. No, it did. It no, because when I voted, uh, it moved to seven percent. Yeah, it was just you. <laughs> there were a few others. No, it was you. I had one of our listeners. Seven. I had one of our listeners tell me, anyways, that then, they voted yes. Uh, that would be Abby. Shout out to Abby. She, she said yes to raisins. She said yes to raisins. Abby, she's awesome. Abby, come on. All right, an um, an excellent cookie, which is almost always homemade. That's true. The best cookies, I believe, are homemade. Okay. All right. Tops ice cream, and donuts for her. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know what? I, to me, it really depends. I, I can't say it's a cookie or a donut or an ice cream. Most of the time, I think I will choose an ice cream, even though I'm the donut connoisseur. Yeah. But I search for donuts everywhere I go, which is weird. Okay. But if they were set in front of me, usually because the donut... Anyways, it's, it's, compl it's complicated. It's hard to know whether it's a cookie or donut. Where's the cookie from? Where's the donut from? Mm -hmm. Anyways. Fair. I mean, again, homemade ice cream, though, for me, tops... Yeah. The list of any dessert. It, I mean, homemade. Have you had homemade ice cream? I, oh, I've had it many. If times. it's made right, I mean, uh, homemade course, ice yeah. cream's a little overrated. <gasps> Some of it's really good, but it's a little overrated. Mercy Lord. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> just a little you? over. Just how, a little overrated. How are they overrated? Here's the thing: it doesn't keep well. That's true. It gets a little waxy after. It really, there's well, something. Well, it depends who makes it. Like, I mean, it doesn't keep well as in it doesn't stay f like that hard no, frozen consistency. It doesn't stay creamy. It yeah, usually, it doesn't yeah. stay creamy. The ones that are like the good quality ice creams, like maybe a Haagen Dazs or a Ben and Jerry's or a Tillamook or something like that, they stay creamy. They stay so good and they're awesome. Just Homemade done. is so good fresh. But once the freshness is done, it'll give me back my Haagen Dazs. More consistent. <laughs> Maybe it's because you're used to that. I'm used to the creaminess? Yes, because that's what ice cream is. Ice cream. <laughs> that ice, ice. Ice, <laughs> I, ice, I baby. Okay, anyways. All right, anyways, it, she's not stopped there. <laughs> and raisins are hideous deceivers in cookies. What? Deceive? What? Hideous Amy! deceivers. No. Uh, oh, well, she keeps going. And I, uh, and raisins are hideous deceivers in cookies. I can enjoy oatmeal raisin but I have to be emotionally prepared for it. Wow. It's true. It To me, I could eat one. Yeah. But why? But what do you mean, but why? Just give me a granola bar. Oh, my God. Give me a granola bar. It is not a granola bar. Yes, it is. It's oh a glorified my goodness. soft granola bar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Just be emotionally prepared. Don't let me come up to a cookie expecting chocolate chips and find out it's raisins. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. If someone says there's free cookies... I, at, at the office, will sometimes, hey, there's cookies and stuff. I yeah. went there the other day. I saw a cookie. I was like, yeah. I looked at it. It was oatmeal raisin. I'm like, that's not a cookie. Well, <laughs> how can, okay, okay, okay. So so if I, a raisin lover, right, Ugh. go up to a cookie and I see that it's a chocolate chip cookie or I get deceived and it's chocolate, I'm very sad. Yeah, but you are a rare, super rare breed that doesn't like chocolate at all. That's very rare. Is it though? Yeah. That is okay. super rare. Okay. Anyways, that's even more rare than a dodo bird, and they're extinct. And a dodo bird. <laughs> uh, I keep going. Uh, but I do I do like to put raisins in my salad. Oh, 
That's delicious. Or have a dark chocolate raisin snack. Oh, you lost me, Amy. We're on the same team. Till you <laughs> raisin in a salad, that's an abomination. No, it's not. How about fruit, yogurt raisins? Fruit in a salad is an abomination. How is fruit in a salad an abomination? Unless it's a fruit salad. Fruit does not belong in a salad. What are you talking about? Have you not had those delicious... Oh. Um, you haven't had those delicious oriental type uh, salads that give you that sweet and savory... Oh, oh fruit oh, and salad. PJ, like fruit and lettuce? Me, you're killing me here. Dude, what? When it's, they put the mandarin oranges in it? Oh, yeah. oh my apples? goodness. Oh. Yes. Gross. And pecans, you know, and then you add... Oh, no, pecans not in salad. You can oh, maybe put yeah, sunflower yeah. sneeds, but not pecans. Really, but, dude? You're killing me right now. You're killing me with these it's, raisins and salad. Oh, It's the best, man. It's the best. All right. So even though you're going to continue hating, okay, on salad that has fruits in them, Ugh. okay, because have you had like a salad that has apricots in it and that kind of has like, what like dehydrated it? apricots? A apric apricots, apricots, apricots. I, I, I say apricots, but it, it's apricots. Apricots. Anyhow, okay. It's I, delicious. I it. No, it's not good. Oh my word. Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna not pray good. for you. <laughs> yeah, the only fruit that belongs in salad is tomatoes. That's it. That's it. Because they're not too sweet. How about cucumbers? Are they fruit? They have seeds. But are they a fruit? Because they still might be some kind of gourdish-like thing. True. Oh, I wonder what they are. I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, uh, if there was any way, place we can find this out, <laughs> how could we find this out? Let's go to the library and search in the encyclopedias. I bet they know. They know. The encyclopedias are great. Cucumbers are a fruit, by the way. Mm. Yeah, I don't, they're not sweet enough to be a fruit. We need to reclassify things because <laughs> no one thinks of a, a tomato as a fruit. This the you know, what was that planet they reclassified as a... Pluto? Was it Pluto? Yeah. It was a planet, and then it became what? Like a dwarf <laughs> I don't know. planet? I don't know. And then they called it like a non-planet? What is it? How is it not a planet? Is it standing by itself? Is it orbiting around something else? If it's not a moon, then it's a planet. I don't get it. Oh, man. Okay, so Pluto is considered <laughs> a dwarf planet. Ah, you see, I called it. You called it. You got it. That's so. It's still a planet. Yeah, it's but a then dwarf they, planet. I think at one point they even said it wasn't a planet at all, and then they had to rename it because they realized how dumb it was. It's not circling something else. So how could it not be a planet? It's just a small planet. <laughs> it's still a planet. Or maybe they were saying it was a big asteroid. Yeah, it's a dwarf planet. It's a dwarf planet. Poor thing. I know. I feel bad for Pluto. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. We we went from. Cookies to dwarf planets. We went to cookies to ice cream. Oh, reclassify. To salad. We need to reclassify. To reclassify, sure. Right. If we can say Pluto's not a regular planet, we can say cucumbers and tomatoes are not regular fruits. They're dwarf fruits. <laughs> dwarf, <laughs> or, dwarf fruits. But that's not How what. About, okay, unsweet fruits. Dwarf vegetables? They're, they're not sweet fruits. Swedish fruits. So they're Swedish fruits. Vegetables vegetables <laughs> but they're not they still have seeds so they're, they're vegetable fruit vegetable fruit veggies vegetable we'll just call them veggies all right cool hey well welcome everybody uh, <laughs> uh hopefully you got through that we're gonna do a quick little yes before you do the quick little i gotta put the plug how did they how did our listeners contact us oh well they contacted us via at least this particular one yes was via instagram very good at diversity on a hill there you spelled go spelled with a c uh-huh. And then we also received one from Abby, which was through 
diversityonahill at gmail.com. Wow. Diversity with the C. And, and she's a young person, right? She is a young and person. And she emailed. She's a high schooler. That's she's weird. Awesome. She's awesome. And then. And not that you're weird, Abby, but it's weird that a high schooler uses email. And then I got a text okay. from our boy, John Garvin. Ah. And he was like, appreciate what you guys are doing. Glad to hear you back on the air. So thank did, you. Did he Shout say raisins are terrible? He did not. Oh, he should not have. Not raisins. Why, why? What is this vendetta Most, you have against raisins? It's not just me. On the thing, most of the people said, get those raisins out of here. Oh, well, those people need Get Jesus. them out. Okay, this is why they're listening out to the podcast. Out of the salad, <laughs> out of the cookies, because they're hideous deceivers. No, Amy says she'll eat, she'll eat raisins in her salad. Fake news. <laughs> Anyways, let's continue on to here. We've got an... Uh, well, it's kind of, uh, it's just a story. It's on it's an on the hill kind of about a subject that has come out recently. So okay. we're going to talk about it real quickly right after this short little musical interlude. And we are back. And you are listening to the Diversity on the Hill podcast. Brought to you by nobody. <laughs> Brought to you by the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. There you go. I'm, I have, listen, I love the Lord Jesus Christ and I want to serve him through this podcast, but I do I do have a problem saying it's brought to, a, to you by him. Okay. That's like calling your church the church of God oh, or the church of Jesus. I see. I see. Yeah. I'm not, I, I mean... I think I'm doing some okay stuff on the podcast, but I'm a <laughs> well, little... At the, at the I, tri- I, I don't want to assume something. Okay. The reality, of course, is that <laughs> he is not dictating word for word the words that are coming out of our mouths. Yes, please, no. So if it... And, you know, we always give the disclaimer that this is not also an Adventist, fully Adventist podcast and not everything that the Adventists believe and say we ascribe to. Or do we? I don't know. We give disclaimers I think sometimes. I do. I think we do. I, I'm, I'm, the disclaimer is not everything we say is, um, um, anyways, well, this, 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 this got weird. All right. <laughs> okay. So we're back. Okay. What are we going to talk about? So we're going to talk about, have you heard about the story came out just a little while ago about the Facebooks and all these documents that came out? Oh yes. And then the person came out. There is a whistleblower. There's a whistleblower. Ah. <laughs> So th- there's a whistleblower came out about Facebook and some of their practices on the inside, which I felt like is pretty interesting to talk about because I think it it buys into certain um, kind of things that some of the things we talk about that people are nervous about, like mm-hmm. free speech and right. information and who gets to decide what's true and what's not true and yep. and all this kind of stuff. And so, but it also talks about the diversity and people not being willing to talk in open dialogue. And yep. anyways, this story touches on a lot of things. So I thought it would be kind of cool to talk about it. So this lady, her name was Frances Haugen. She came out finally and said, Hey, I'm the whistleblower. She's been on a few, um, interviews. She's yep. done a few interviews. She shows. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any of them? No. Have you heard about any of them? No. Oh, okay. So anyways, you heard about the documents though. Yes. Yeah. So something that's interesting about the documents is that basically she copied these documents mm-hmm. And then quit. And then release the documents. Oh. But then got protection, whistleblower protection, because she believes some things were in there that weren't weren't ethical or weren't right. And her basic premise is Facebook knows that some of the stuff they are doing is detrimental to society as a whole. That is correct. Right. I eat Instagram for teenage girls. She she mentioned Instagram for teenage girls, but she also mentioned uh, Facebook for other things. So she right. was part of uh, what they call the civil... What was it? It was a civil something like the civil 
I know civil was in the word. Okay. Civil protections or civil... Anyways. So she was kind of a part of this... Pro she actually led the team, and her the whole job of her team was to look out for misinformation, to look out for things that were super divisive or could be a problem. And her speciality was on the elections. Yeah. Right. But it was in all aspects of life. And she was talking about how her team was very small, but she felt like it was an overwhelming job because as she started to look at the demographics and look at how Facebook was, people were interacting with Facebook mm -hmm. and how people were reacting to the stories. She thought, man, we have a lot of, a lot of changes to happen. Mm-hmm. And she said she actually took the job because one of her friends went off the deep end in an extreme group, according to her, and cut ties with her because of misinformation on Facebook. Ooh. So anyways, that was kind of her job. That's kind of what she did. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I found interesting was that she says Facebook does a lot, a lot, a lot of internal um, research. Right. A lot of analytics. A lot of analytics, a lot of research on all these kind of things. And, and we'll go back to the Facebook one. For instance, the Facebook research showed, and this was Instagram and Facebook doing the research, that teenage girls tended to be more, have more eating disorder problems mm -hmm. when they interacted with Instagram or it, I guess, it in, intensified their feelings right. of eating disorders and depression. Mm -hmm. And so this was their own research saying these things. Wow. But they were kind of hiding that research. What do you wow. think about that? Well, it's very interesting because just as I'm perusing through one of the articles, it points out that her goal is not to burn Facebook to the ground. Well, that's what she to says. To make it better, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, some people who would, historians, let I me mean, say some people, historians would also say, like, for instance, when Martin Luther put, uh, the thesis on mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the night fight thesis. Um, he wasn't trying to burn down the Catholic church either. He was trying to reform it from mm -hmm. within. He wanted right. to stay with them. They yeah. kicked him out and then, you know, how the story goes. But the point is, it's interesting to see how people go about. No, it's interesting to see what people have to do in order for them, for us to have the truth. Mm. Well, didn't, didn't we already know this though? I, to be honest with you, did, none of this surprised me. Okay. And I had heard, you know, I've talked about social media before and how it's it's kind of an interesting dichotomy, though I do think it pushes a lot of negativity. And over recent years, social media, I feel like, has gotten more negative. Yes. Especially as there's divisive issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, you go on Facebook and read the posts about some divisive issue, and it's it's incredibly toxic. And Oh, yeah, it's horrible. And even by church members and other people that you know, to your face or kind and whatever. It's, it's just, it's, it's toxic and they get real angry. And so I, none of this surprised me. Okay. And so when she came out and blew the whistle, I was like, oh, I thought everyone knew this. Um, I guess, I guess to me, what maybe surprised me a little bit was the amount of research they were doing on their own. Mm -hmm. But okay, big deal. They're doing research and, I guess, I guess to me, what I really want to ta tackle is the, the, the analytics and mm -hmm. the algorithms that they do. Okay. So every everything we do on the internet, whether it's Facebook, Google, um, anything you do, Safari, I mean, anything you do, mm -hmm. they now have algorithms. Yeah. And you type in something, you're going to see ads on it forever. Ever, yeah. And Amazon is doing that. And I can't stand it because <laughs> when my daughter 
orders something online that's a more of a feminine thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you get all of the... Yeah, so then yeah, all these pictures all start the ads, popping up, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to see these pictures. Right. right. I don't want to buy this, and it's not... A, what is this doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. And, and Anyways. Go ahead. So the algorithms, but what, what got me thinking and where I feel like we should take this conversation is that, so their own research, mm-hmm. Facebook's own research, yeah. and other people's have done this research too, is that these algorithms that they put in, in incentivize negative stories. Mm-hmm. And here's why they incentivize negative stories, because negative stories they have found get more engagement. Yeah. It's and what as sells. Facebook gets older, they're starting to become less and less popular. So they want to keep engagement because mm-hmm. engagement is how they get their money. That's right. So they want you to go on their site to see the ads so people can do that. If people don't go in there and check in, don't click on the ads, they don't get money. So what they want is engagement. Mm-hmm. And they did their own research realizing that negative stories or stories that were controversial, yep. that got people upset. Yeah, yeah. We're Divisive more, stories. Yeah, we're more likely to get heavy engagement. Of course. Of course. That's why a lot of what happened with uh, our previous president, you know, was such a hit for Facebook. Mm. I mean, this is kind of, again, not surprising, like you said. This is not surprising. We have seen that some of the practices of the social media platforms is just... But he, here's It is thing. what it is, but... What do, you, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by their practices? Well, the fact that they're looking out for their bottom line. Ah, there you go. Okay, all right. The, the, all right. You know, so what it does is that their their morals, if they had any when they started, mm. they start to wane. Oh, you see, so I have a problem with, with that statement. Okay. Is it their morals that have waned? Or oh. are they just highlighting our morals in their platform? Now, that is a great point. Now, the truth is, because of our human nature, right? Mm-hmm. Let me go down that road. We are simple beings. This is where we tend to lean, mm-hmm. right? So- if they're highlighting our decay, our moral decay, mm-hmm. all they're doing, honestly, is feeding us, though. They're helping us feed that moral decay. And the more you feed it, the greater or more blatant it's the behavior is going to become. It's going to follow. Like, that's just how it works. Sure. So the fact that they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and they know that they're highlighting negativity mm-hmm. And then you continue to do that for your bottom line. That's what I'm talking about. Their moral decay. Gotcha. But here's here's my problem with that. I don't think they had moral decay. I think their morality was always based on the bottom line. So they didn't go into this with some. I don't feel like Facebook. Maybe at the very beginning they're like, "Oh, let's start the social thing." But once money came into it, like they bought Instagram for money. They didn't buy Instagram to do some kind of moral code or have some kind of influence in the world other than. This is going to make us lots of money. Okay. So, so if they're bought, if if they're in it for the money, all they're doing is giving us the platform and then giving us what we want on that platform. And their research says this is what brings the most engagement. Mm-hmm. So let's just continue to do that because that helps our bottom line. Right. And so I'm I'm just wondering it's kind of the chicken and the egg thing. Okay. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? I mm-hmm. mean, Facebook came and I still think there were, so let's say, let's say um, conspiracy theories yeah. and wild stories. Mm-hmm. There's a few of those out there in the internet. Right? It's a few. I've seen a few on Instagram about all kinds of things, mm-hmm. right? Including 
uh, election stuff, including, I'm not saying which one I think is whatever, uh, talking about the medical stuff and the COVID stuff and religious stuff and all this kind of stuff. So there's conspiracy theory about everything, Pizza right. Gate and Hillary Clinton and, you know, all these, all these things out there. They've always been there. Mm-hmm. Facebook didn't, now what Facebook has done is, what technology has done is amplified it. But so when I was a kid, I would see these stories. But do you know where I'd see them? Where? At the checkout line at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. On the tabloids. The tabloids. Yeah. The tabloids were always there. Yeah. And why were the tabloids there? Because someone was reading it. Do you know tabloids were multi-million dollar companies and they would sell millions and millions of these tabloids? At the, and some of the tabloids were ridiculous, like something about uh, a half a half man, half walrus. <laughs> yeah. We found a half, we yeah, found a walrus yeah. man. That's true. And you'd look at it and you'd be like, ridiculous, who's reading this? Yeah. But every week there was a new one there. There's something new. Yeah, it was wild. So someone would be buying this and then you had the, then you had the middle ground ones, which were more the more the tinfoil hat type of, yeah, this is possible. There's the secret societies. There's all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's all these things. And then, and then those would probably sell a little better, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So there's always been these stories yeah. that people have been kind of attracted to and kind of these negative like, oh, so-and-so is cheating on so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like technology has made it almost easier for even like kind of looky-loos to be like, let me see what this is about. Like, yeah. like as a kid, I could, you know, I'd be embarrassed to touch those. Right, right, right. But now I could now go home and be it. like, let me see, if this, privacy let me see yeah. if this walrus man really exists. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <gasps> There's a picture of him. Yeah, you can feed, you can feed that, curi- uh, excuse me, that curiosity. So let me, let me take us here, though. All right, take, take us there. Can, can we actually assess? No. I would like to point out the fact that I believe mm-hmm. a lot of these companies mm-hmm. could reflect their leaders, their oh. CEO in particular. Okay. Okay. So if that's the case, mm-hmm. let's use Mark Zuckerberg, right? We're talking about Facebook. Facebook, all right. So the idea is Mark could have led his people down the correct moral path, could have stood for something greater than just the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand most people that go into business go into business to make money, mm-hmm. and I get that. But at the same time, there are those people who go into business and they go into business with the intent to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. The intent initially, according to what I understand about Facebook, I am not on Facebook. I've never been on Facebook. Social media is not something that I'm attracted to. Like I said, I have a Twitter account and I barely ever even tweet. I just use it for breaking news. But here's mm-hmm. the idea. The intent was to bring people together initially, if I remember correctly. That was the goal. Okay. Right? A networking application. Sure. That's what sparked facebook Mm -hmm. sounds good to me right yeah then it just took on a whole nother image Mm -hmm. went in a whole nother direction so so my thought process in all of this is saying you could have done the right thing as you're starting to do these analytics why couldn't you then instead of feeding what got to your bottom line Mm -hmm. found creative ways this is why you hire so many people is why you pay these people all this money find creative ways to stay relevant and it doesn't have to be feeding the negativity that is out there. Now, while on principle, I agree with you. On principle, I agree, I agree with you. That's what I feel like I would have liked to have thought I would have done. And that's what I think I would have done. Okay. <laughs> but it's almost like, why are we blaming Mark Zuckerberg? Which is fine. We can blame him. I do think he there is some culpability in there. I, I do believe that. That's I, why I'm he's not, the CEO. Yeah, I mean, I'm, not, I'm not going away from that. Listen, if, you know, if he has... 
but I don't believe that's, I don't believe he has that moral standing. I don't, I, I believe his morals aren't in that direction. I believe he has a different moral system. Okay. And that's why he hasn't gone that way. All right. Or mm -hmm. maybe the pressures of money is too much. I don't know, but a billion, billion, billionaire, <laughs> I would figure he'd be willing to let go of two billion to do the right thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're a multi-billionaire, but it, right? But here's the thing. It doesn't matter to him. I don't know if it, to be honest with you, I'm not sure if it's a real morality system for him. Because here's the thing. You can say, you can say, hey, listen, I'm going to take these negative stories out or I'm going to take out the fake stories, which they have done some of that. Mm -hmm. But what happens? You get the, the blowback of where's my free speech? Yeah. You get the blowback of, well, why can you say that? What gives you the right to monitor what I read and what right. I say. Right. Right. Which, which is a big challenge for them. Yeah. Which, which to me, the morality is more of the invasion of privacy than the stories they highlight. Because if they're doing the research and the research says, I want a negative story mm -hmm. and all they're doing is delivering me what I want. And then I complain about it. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Now I don't like the negative stories. I'm a weird. I'm a weird one. When it's like when it comes to these things, like stories, I like really easy, nice stories. Do you know that? I don't. It, it's good. All right, it's story time now. All right, story time. I'm gonna veer off a little bit here. Go ahead. So, have you ever watched? This is when I realized it when I was a kid and I was watching the, the Flight of the Navigator. Have you ever seen that movie? It's a Disney movie, old movie. Anyway, maybe. Uh, I, ah, probably not. So, anyways, it's not Fred, Fred Savage is in it. And is he in it? Is it Fred Savage? Maybe it's Fred. Nah, it's a different kid. Oh, no, Fred Savage is the brother. I don't know. Anyways, he, here's, the, here's the story. So anyways, in the story, you know, there's some things happening. And then, and then halfway through the story, there's like that where everything is going right story. You know, like yeah. he, he gets picked up by the spaceship and he's flying around and it's fun. And I loved the movie for that part. But then when the tension came into the movie, because <laughs> every movie has tension, yeah. I was like, I don't. I want the other part back. Mm. I want the happy part. And when I watch TV shows and I'm watch like, let's say a married couple and one of them is about to be unfaithful. I can't stand it. I'm like, I don't want to see this. I don't want this. Oh, just why are you doing something so stupid? And I'm just like, so I'm not one of those people who likes the tension in movies. I like the, the fun parts. So you like the peaceful parts of the movie and the happy yeah. endings and that kind of stuff. Yeah. In the movies. I like the montages of, of, like in Elf, the montages of all the fun stuff. Yeah. That's the best part. Okay. I see. I see. And I, I love that movie because most of the time it's positive. There's some tension there, but it, it's kept light overall. And I just, I just kind of love that. So I'm not one of those who's big into these negative stories. When there's a story that comes on that I'm just like, I know it's going to irritate me. I want to try to stay away. Oh, okay. So anyways, I don't feel like I'm this demographic, but it's funny how we get what we want and we complain. <laughs> so I don't know if I want to blame Mark Zuckerberg for... Doing that, if it's, listen, if he's getting billions off of it and he's just doing what other people want, I don't know. I hear you. I hear you. By the way, yeah. uh, Frank is not in the uh, the Flight of the Navigator, just for the record. Frank? Yeah. Frank who? Is that who you said? No. Wasn't it Frank that you said? No. What was his name? I forgot now. Oh. Uh, uh, Fred Savage. Fred, sorry. Yeah, no, it's Joey Kramer. Yeah, yeah. I Once I said it, I was and like, Paul oh, Rubens. there was another movie. That it's was. all right. So anyhow, um, <laughs> my, my point is this. Like, I we, I don't know. I, I, I see it differently. I, I see where you're coming from, and you're saying you wouldn't blame him. Um, I, no, 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 no. I didn't say I wouldn't blame him. 
I don't think he's the evil behind the story, which people are making Facebook to be the evil behind the story. To me, they are the platform that magnifies our evil. Now, should they be more responsible? Yeah, probably. Well, that's what I'm getting to because but the maybe buck has we to should- stop. Well, wait, wait, wait. Maybe yes. we should be the responsible ones. You're right. You're right. We should. You're right. <laughs> We're like, blaming someone else. Right. It's like when you watch Willy Wonka, right? And you, the kids are like, you know, don't don't eat this. Don't touch that. And they did. And they got the results yeah. out of what they're doing. Fine. I get it. But but the point is, I, I hear you. But this is, this is your platform. Mm-hmm. You are responsible for it. Right? It's like telling people, look, I want to eat... Um, I want to eat Skittles, Mm -hmm. but I know that Skittles aren't good for me, or I can only have 10 Skittles, right? But then you keep giving me more Skittles. All right. Now, I should have have the (laughs) self-control... All right, I should have the self control. Totally agree. To stop at 10. Yeah, it's your fault. All right, right, that's on me. Wait, wait. However, okay. You and I both know Mm -hmm. that people struggle with this stuff. Like, there is a true addiction now. To social media to and all the and, and to, I wish oh. Skittles are good, but no, uh, to 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 internet and to yeah. social media, it's all this stuff. Like it creates an addiction, and the way that they have it set up, it's the way that you function, even with scrolling. It has some kind of feeling that you get when you're doing that, right? Mm-hmm. So so it's like it's a created thing that maybe they didn't even that wasn't their intent. It just so happened to stumble upon something that created a practice and a habit now that when we pick up our phones, the first thing we want to do is scroll. Yes, and I believe we need to be more careful about that and find the help we have when, when we need it. Yes, but we so, do. Let's go back to the Skittles. Fine. Okay, let's go, to, go Skittles. to Skittles. So is it the Skittles maker's fault, the Skittles factory fault, that people can't stop eating Skittles? I get you. Yeah. Yeah, no, you see what no, I'm saying? No, They're see, just providing yes. what right. the people want. Right, exactly. And the people have to be able to stop to do X, Y, and Z. Yes. However, now if there was a Skittle addiction person, are we like, you know what? This Skittle addiction person, that poor person, I can't believe the Skittle people made the Skittles. But see, we don't do that with Skittles. You're right. Now, the reality though is we know these stories that a lot of the people who are in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. that create a lot of the, the stuff that we consume, mm-hmm. okay? Stuff I'm talking about, like televisions, things with screens, you know, these programs, these movies, all this stuff. Some of them don't even let their own family until a certain age to be able to do these things. And these stories have been out there. Like, people know this. But yet, we don't even pay attention to that. Well, but here's the thing. A lot of those apps do have age restrictions that no one listens to. Well said. And they also have (laughs) privacy and, um, like... The what are the things called the consent or yeah, whatever yeah, that you have to yeah that no one reads oh so true the terms of conditions no one reads the terms Nobody. of conditions it's you know way what? too long I got a confession oh confession time <laughs> when I got my very first iPhone uh-huh. and it and it had the um, terms and conditions yeah I read every word did you really I did that's not a confession that's a wow that's weird the because very first no one. I I don't know if a lot of people do that the very first one wow. then after that I was like well I know what I'm doing. I'm surrendering all this stuff and fine. Okay. I'm okay with that because I wanted to use the phone. Yeah. And then after that, I stopped reading. them. So I do feel like these companies do put these things out. Yeah. They put the warnings out. They make age restrictions that people don't follow, that people don't read. They're not reading but the terms But they know this, dude. There's like 30 pages in some of these terms of conditions. Like who's reading this? An okay. idiot like me. Uh, listen, <laughs> the all point- I'm saying is you're blaming, I feel like, Anyways, I do believe no, okay. I do believe they have responsibility. So, so this is where I okay, okay. So this let me let me make sure that we're clear to know where I put the the onus. Mm-hmm. Once you're doing the research, 
Okay. But where are you doing your research? They're doing their internal research. Oh, once they're doing the research. Yeah, they're okay. doing their research. I thought you were saying when I do my research. No, no, no. So, so okay. they're doing their own research, right? And they're doing, they're getting these analysis. Then be honest and upfront and say, look, this is happening. Kind of like the terms and conditions where we're telling you like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to spy on you. We're going to, we got control over yeah. everything. You know, we're soon going to restrict the air you breathe. But the idea is at least, you know, this, and this is where they, they, the responsibility comes in. You knew about these things. You did not tell us these things were happening. You continue to function same old, like, like nothing changes. We don't know anything. All is well, you know? That's where I start to say, okay, it turns from, I didn't know, fine. But now you know, and you still didn't, you know, your method of operation didn't change. Listen, I agree with you that they should have, but they're not, they're not obligated. They're, they're not obligated. They're a, they're a private company who's in there to make money. Yes. And, and I guess that's that. just it. And I get that. And now look at the blowback. And like you said, it's because people can't control themselves. Let's turn back to the <laughs> to the tradition. I agree. I agree with you. Look, the main reason why I did not get on social media to begin with was because of this possibility. You see, and that's the thing. People people make all these things out to they demonize all these things, right? For instance, back in the day, they demonized TV. Yeah. TV wasn't the problem. It was the delivery method. Right. Once again, it's the tool that people use. You can use the tool for good or you can use it for bad. Correct. Right. TV was used for good and bad. Now TV is accepted. Like I remember my mom, you know, the beginning days we had a TV and she was like, today now evil was. Now she's watching 3ABN all day long. And now the TV's <laughs> the TV. like her, yeah. like her great big savior. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's, that's a big change. Yeah. Well, because she realized it's not the TV. It's the content. Right. Right. And and I think the same with all these things. It's the content, and we're 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 making we're demonizing these things and these people that listen. The demons are inside of us. We give the devil too much credit for our own sin. We still have a choice in what we do. We do. The devil can't force us. No, we know this. He can tempt us. Yes, but he can't force us. But well, we are at a disadvantage because we're born into a world of sin. But we're in an advantage because we have connection to Jesus. Amen. And so to me. But our human nature, don't stray away from this yet before you talk uh, about Jesus. Uh -huh. but I want to talk because about Jesus because that's the most important thing. <laughs> I agree. I don't want to look for the devil in the details because that's when you get, that's when conspiracy theories happen, by the way. I hear I'm you. convinced people are looking for the devil and not looking for Jesus. Okay. And they find all these weird things on the internet <laughs> and they're like, oh, you see, you see, you see. And you're like, yeah, we already know that the world's messed up. Right. And you're you're reading way too much more into it because you think that this has something to do in the grand every ugh, anyways. All right, but let's just talk Bible one oh one. Okay, this is simple. Bible one oh one. This is Bible one oh one. We were born into a world of sin. Mm -hmm. We have a sinful disposition because of the decision that Adam and Eve made. Mm -hmm. The more we get that removed we from perfection, mm -hmm. well, we didn't make that decision yet. Okay. Once again, I, I feel like we're passing the buck. No, but ahead. it's not about passing the buck. Sure. It's, it's our reality. We are at a disadvantage as sinners. Okay. okay? So 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 here's here's a crazy thing. And I don't want to go too too deep into this, right? Because mm -hmm. of time. But this will just have to be another episode and be like solely theology we're gonna talk about here. Uh -huh. But here's the thought process. Jesus had an advantage because he needed to replace the original Adam, which when he sinned now created a disadvantage to everyone who came from their from their uh, lineage mm -hmm. okay now jesus being god and not coming from adam's lineage 
did he have the disposition to sin? Well, now we're getting into an argument that that is a, a an age old argument that I'm not sure we can tackle here. And right, that's what I said. That's what we don't have. We're not gonna do it right now. And this is not. But, but my, what I'm trying to get at again. And we, by the way, there's. Anyways, go ahead. Continue. He needed to do it that way, though, because that's the only way he could truly he take to come Adam's as a human. place. Yes. He needed to come into human flesh. Yes. And the disadvantage that human flesh had, but he also had the advantage of being divine. So Correct. There's, anyways. Yeah, but that's how it had to play out. And like I said, that'll yeah. be a conversation for another episode. But my, my thought process is, again, going back to that, we have that disadvantage of being born into sin and our tendencies are to sin. Then what God is doing is restoring his character in us as we draw closer to Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's talk about Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now what happens is we have the opportunity, still the choice, to choose to, to be like him. Mm-hmm. To say that, no, I am going to choose against my nature to seek what I want and feed what I desire. Mm-hmm. Now, i.e., fast forward to what we're talking about now. The people who continue to feed that inner desire mm-hmm. that pleases that negativity or whatever it is that spirals them into wherever it is that gives them what euphoria or whatever and gets them addicted to social media, you need Jesus. And it's, yeah, and it's not Mark Zuckerberg's fault that I'm feeding it. And it is not Mark Zuckerberg's fault. <laughs> However, I do hold Mark Zuckerberg responsible for he, this point. He does you, have some accountability for his business. I agree with you. Kind of. PJ! He doesn't, listen, wh- to say that he's totally responsible for my morality. Not for your morality. That's kind of what we're saying. Though. But for it's keeping information that could potentially ah, no. impact the way you behave? You, see, you mean to tell me that some people, not all, because again, yeah, not yeah. everybody's on this train, uh-huh. okay? But you mean to tell me that more people, if they heard that what the, the involvement of their kids in Instagram was going to impact their child. Oh, my stars. They know it. That's, that's what gets me so upset about this argument. All right. They know it deep down inside. You think? Yes. PJ, we yes. had this kind of information now for, uh, what, let's call it I have heard, 14 years. I have heard parents over and over say things about social media, do this, but, oh, but my kid has it. They know the impact. They know the impact that these things have on their children. Just like you know the impact when you eat a donut. I know the impact. I can't say to you, why didn't the donut company tell me I was going to get fat or that I was going to feel bad after I ate a dozen donuts? Because they know, I know that already. I'm blaming them for something that I already knew. And we we kind of put this mirror over our face and like, nah, it doesn't affect me. Nah, it doesn't affect me. Like when it comes to secular and rock music. As a teenager, I was like, nah, I don't affect I used to say things like, I don't listen to the lyrics. That was bogus. Of course I listened to the lyrics because I was singing the songs. I memorized them without even knowing it. Of course I was listening to the lyrics. We we do this on purpose. We kind of close our eyes and be like, why didn't they tell us? Why didn't they tell us? Why didn't they tell us? We want an excuse to be doing what we want to do. That's part of our sinful nature. That's we true. want a scapegoat. When in reality, the scapegoat is me. I am the scapegoat. Okay, so what you're saying is, only because this information came out and you're saying it doesn't surprise you. That doesn't surprise me. Then how do we behave with this? So So how do you feel about the whistleblower? I think she's she's fine. Yeah, it's cool. Thank you, thank you. Because I, I do think I do think certain people's eyes will be open more to the extent of it, mm-hmm. right? To me, to me, what this highlights to me, why this story is important to me, is that it reinforces the idea that we are drawn to negative stories. Okay, we are drawn to things that are divisive, and mm-hmm. that's where the engagement happens. That's where you know when you post something that's. Like when you post something on Facebook and it's negative or it goes against something you believe or it's controversial, then you get all this. When you post something positive, it's like, oh, okay, nice story. Thank you. Right? Right. There's much less engagement. 
To me, that's the biggest part of this story. And what do we do with that? Mark Zuckerberg's mora morality doesn't surprise me. The fact that a company holds back information, which the cigarette companies did for ages, true, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it's like, of course they're going to do that. They want your money. Right. That's that's their morality is money, right? It's okay. on a totally different. I see. I see where you're coming. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I so to it. me, that's where the story is so fascinating. I see. And I I feel like we make a scapegoat when we should be looking internally and being like, well, why do? What stories do I engage with? What stories do I reinforce on Instagram, on on Facebook, on Twitter? What stories do I? And then be like, wait a second. I think there, to me, this is a perfect time for me to have self-reflection. Yeah, this is the wake-up call. I yeah. see what you're saying. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and the fact that they know it and they didn't do it, like, obviously, that's a little dirty to me. Yeah. But I can't blame them for doing something that brought them more money because that was their whole point. <laughs> they don't want to lose their money stream. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I see. I see what you're saying. I still, I still want to hold them accountable, though, because yeah, yeah, you could have done better. You could have done better for yeah. the people, for the millions, maybe even billions of people who are on your platform. I, and right? I'll agree with you. They could have done better. And I'll even say this. They should have done better. And that's where I was getting yeah. at. And yeah. maybe and maybe that's just because of my my innate nature of, you know, loving people and wanting, you know, being to curse be kind. kind. To, not uh, everyone's curse <laughs> kind, man. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I'm not even curse kind. <laughs> yes, you are. So, so, the thought, so the thought process <laughs> is, you know, I guess I'm coming from that perspective where it's like you could have done better and you knew this. Yeah. You know, you had to let people know and then let them make their own decision because in the end, like you said, they're going to make their own decisions. Yeah. So, yes, we are responsible for how we behave and interact with these. And things. nothing new is under the sun. This, by the way, this nothing. is happening forever. It's just I think it, what social media Internet age has done is it's amplified it and it's made it more accessible and it's made it more like feed me, feed me right? kind of thing. And I do think there's a huge danger to that. Um, but once again, if I'm a social media company, all I worry about money is like, yeah, I'm going to feed you. Yeah. I'm going to find my whales and I'm going to feed them. If that's what you need. Right. Yeah. If that's, if that's what my morality system is. At. Right. But we've always been this, this way. I mean, gossip. Oh yeah. Is the, is, is the originator of this. Good point. Right. Gossip, like water cooler talk. Yep. You know, back in the days when they didn't have internet or magazines, what was it? It was gossip. Yep. And the Bible talks about gossip, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? To me, this is all the same stuff. If you don't know what it's, by the way, if you're on the internet and you don't know what it's talking about and you propagate it, eh, you're gossiping. <laughs> wow. Well said. I mean, it's th true. that's what I feel. It's true. Yeah. Anyways. Well, so this took us, this took us, this was nice. <laughs> Got to yell at each other oh and oh talk man, about internet stuff. We talked about Skittles. We did, man. Love Skittles. Talk about Skittles. All right. What's your favorite kind of Skittles? So sour, there's different sour, flavors. Sour Skittles. But but there's sweet and sour Skittles. You know all that, those. Mm. I like those because the sour ones, they tend to scratch my palate. Um, yeah, if you eat too many. If, yeah. Yeah, and like we know, you like to eat too many. So uh, Skittle no. Company, can't believe them. <laughs> uh, blame them. Uh, not at all. So my favorite, and they don't sell them very often, are Tropical. You ever oh, Tropical's tropical ones? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love Tropical. Those are good. They're not every, around anymore. I've had every type of Skittle. There was one. Ooh, there was, maybe it was Tropical. I remember there was a brand I did when I had in Thailand, and they were so delicious. Because it was unique. But I like unique flavors. I like to try new stuff. The berry, wild berries are my favorite. Like... They were my favorite for the longest. The until purple they, bags? Yeah, until they came up with the sour ones. And so then when regular, they came with the sour is good. regular were okay at the beginning. Yeah. I don't like them anymore. 
A regular really? Skittles? Yeah. You're okay. okay. Wildberry? I'll be like, okay. I might I might grab a bag of those from time to time. Yeah. I do like sour. Yeah, sour. Thing is, they don't attract me much anymore. But once I start eating them, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I like these now. <laughs> yeah, let me keep eating this before I know the whole bag's gone. <laughs> but Guilty. tropical are my favorite. That's good. They, right. don't, they don't make them as much, you're right. All right, everyone. Skittles. Mm. Which one's your favorite? Taste the rainbow. Let us know. Diversity mm-hmm. on the hill at gmail.com or at IG. What's that? What's IG? Instagram. Is that different than OG? Yes, because that's O-Geezer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On our, on our way, podcast. By the way, I just heard, a, I just uh, had a camp worker of mine was listening to some of our things and he was referring to the OG. Really? So. I like it. Johnny, we're the OGs, not you, buddy. That's right. You're too young. That's right. I mean, yeah, we're not going to say how we are on air, but Oof. We're yeah, older, you might not listen to us. We're older than you. <laughs> sometimes we prove it. Yeah. So again, diversityhill at gmail.com. Let us hear from you. What do you think about Skittles? Maybe we could try to, oh, we w- probably won't be able to get a pull up for this one. But Yeah, because I'll be on vacation. Vacation. Oh, yeah. I will, I will try to post the update on Instagram. Okay. These next two weeks. Uh-huh. But it's going to be hard because I'm on vacation. Yeah, that's all right, man. No, you're on vacation. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And hey, we're still working on a, a few episodes on maybe some evolution stuff, maybe some flat earth stuff. So we're, we're working on some of that stuff. And we hope you enjoyed last week's episode. It was, it was a doozy. It was a doozy. Abortion is a very tough topic to yeah. discuss. But mm-hmm. we tried our best. We're so glad that we had PC on and uh, she was very helpful in that. But we're going to also try to get opinions maybe from other people. Yeah. As it pertains to that topic. So just be on the lookout. We got a lot of good stuff coming. Cool beans, homies. All right, let's pray. Lord, <laughs> we thank you that we get to be with our homies, like PJ just said, and be able to have, you know, interesting conversations. So we just ask you, Holy Spirit, may continue to give us wisdom. Help us to have self-control. Yes, one of the fruits of the Spirit. And um, just help us be ready for your soon coming. So we thank you and we love you in your name. Amen. Thank you very much for listening to the Diversity on Hill podcast on your podcast device. I'm PJ, and I'm out. PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.